This is part two of this podcast. What's happening, people? Thank you for listening to the Free Shots Tequila podcast. We hope you enjoy the episode. If you are on Spotify, leave comments, partake in our polls, and tell a friend to tell a friend. If you're also listening on Apple Podcasts or Amazon Music, we appreciate you also. Keep streaming. Just so everyone knows, this podcast drops every Friday. The YouTube drops every Tuesday. With that being said, follow us on the socials and enjoy the episode. <laughs> Is it recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll just cut it out. Well, because, hey, nah, nah, this, this will get out of something. <laughs> you know what it looks like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, you're like, woo, jokes, innit? <laughs> just fucking with you. <laughs> I was just fucking with you, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, we got bad jokes in it. And I know you're listening, babes. I love you. I love you. You are now listening to the Free Shots of Tequila podcast with Marv Abbey, Mr. Exposed, and Taser Fucking Black. Because of the, if you believe the Book of Enoch is real, if you believe that Enoch actually had writings that um, that he imparted to the people, and it got passed on and on. And then it was removed from the Bible because I can understand as to why it is it was removed from the Bible. You, you see, the 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 Pope and them man don't want people to believe that they they don't need that intercessor that is a man, as opposed to just talking to God or having this joint consciousness. Because this too also is what um, the Book of Enoch, Enoch mentions, mentions: this whole you connecting to the universe in a different way completely. You understand? Know so I understand as to why is this compilation of the Bible was was messed around with over the years because it serves man, right? It serves yeah. man's power in this that and next, and that's why so, I said I had to I had to ask out. hella questions. You know, could have just fallen out with the it. Could have just fallen out. That's my book. I'm taking you out. <laughs> Apparently, it's, you're it's, not in my. I'm not putting you in my thing that I wrote. It mm. says Eli is a real was a real book, but it got taken out. Apparently. Because they chose what books to put in the Bible, and that wasn't. And so book maybe the book of the Eli is just a play on the book of. No, I think Enoch. Eli. No, Enoch was an actual prophet. No, I don't no. know about Eli. No, no, yeah, I'm no. just saying it could be like the movie version of Enoch. You know, where sometimes where they want to speak Enoch. on. Yeah, uh. that's why I was like, it seemed pretty. But he just said it was actually in the Bible. No, it, it could have been a Bible. It wasn't a book used. So when, when it is so it's a book that was removed decided on the canon then it was it was it was in it before because I know the Ethiopian Bible is very different to the one that we have right and it still have certain scriptures in there that we don't have um, current and and the Ethiopian Bible predates what the King James version is do you understand but anyway that's that's my theory on this alien stuff right my theory on where these fallen angels are like I said I believe it's the mushroom thing. Do you understand? Where you can tap into them. 100%. Okay. 100%. I hear where you're coming from. It says here, um, was there a book of Eli in the Bible? No, the book of Eli was never a part of the Bible. The Council of Nicaea. 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 Met with the sole purpose of creating the Bible that Christians currently use. Bishops were... um, Sorry, bishops met to speak about this issue agree on several criterias um, that the book had to fulfill. Firstly, the book's author had to be an apostle or someone who was in close contact with an apostle. Second, a big percentage of Christians must accept the book as truth. The third, the most important criterion stipulated that the ideas in the book must not contradict scripture in any way. 
the book of Eli did not meet any of these criteria, <laughs> which explains why it was never included in the Bible. So is that what you think of the book of Enoch as well? It says what didn't is, meet. It says what is the book of Eli I, about? I, I don't know about that. I, don't, I haven't heard of the book of Eli in that particular context. No, before. I'm saying, but in terms of the, you know what I mean, the rules that Marvin was talking about where like anything that goes into this book has mm. to meet all of these, all of this criteria. I, I, I don't know. I, like I said, it has been changed over the course of history. So even if it is that this particular um, canonizing of the Bible, if it is that you've now collected these books and say, this is what we deem our narrative can be fortified with, we put this in. Anything else that doesn't match it, we remove it. That it, is mad to me. And it says, what is the book of Eli about in the Bible? The book contains some theological discrepancies that disqualified it as a canonical book. It proposed that Christians could do without some laws given by God which was a notion that went against everything Christianity represents. The book of Eli also contains some questionable ideologies, such as transmigration of souls and reincarnation. The early church was not thrilled about these concepts. Uh, Theology scholars also reported that the book had anti-Semitic content, which contradicts the Christian faith. Historical literature reveals that the book of Eli was written by two authors who identified so whose identity is still a mystery to theologians. I thought and, that was about to go somewhere else. Boy, <laughs> and other scholars. And what's more, the book was not included in the um, Meritorian canon, which is the oldest list of books. In the early Christian manuscripts, there is no mention of the book of Eli. It is, however, believed that if the book existed, the characters of Eli, the priest from the Old Testament, inspired it. Eli's character in the Bible is known for raising the great prophet Samuel. The Bible introduces Eli as an elder priest who blesses Hannah, Samuel's mother. If you're not familiar with the entire story, you can read it in 1 Samuel 1.10. According to the book of Samuel, Eli has had two sons who were also serving in the tabernacle with him. It goes on, there's a bit more, but yeah. It's interesting, but I need you to send me the wife files. You would love it. Of course. But it sent me the Wi-Fi. You don't have to pause this. I have to tell you. I mean, <laughs> don't want the Jamaicans <laughs> thinking it's out of bells. <laughs> there was also there were, bare book, there were bare books removed from the Bible, you know, it says here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know what to believe, bruv. Because why are you picking and choosing what books are going to the Bible? Because they were forming a religion. They were forming but that, but that's a body. My, yeah, but that's my point, though. Like, this is not read employment. This is not monster. Like, if this, if God wrote these books, or God gave it to man, just put them and leave it there. Let us decipher it. But if you're now saying, "Now nah, that book goes against," say that. Well, it just that depends on the motivation of whoever put that, all of those that, books that, together. That's my point. So, and that's what you know. Brent is saying, you know, it was the creation of a religion that they needed to. That's why they say, even based off what you were reading, them not wanting the book of Eli in there, they were like, it goes against the rules. We want this to yeah. follow. Essentially, that's interesting. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's why, but that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying at the beginning of the pod that, or that, what do you believe? Like, when will you find out? You might find out when you die. You might find out never. I find out tomorrow and I guess that's part of life mm. when do you find out you might never I mean on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z <laughs> someone, someone was saying that there was a mad theory about um, reincarnation someone was saying I don't know if you heard it before Brent that when you die you obviously come back straight away as a baby and that's apparently that's why babies cry when they're born because you for a brief second you remember 
what's happened. So you're like, what the fuck? Like, but then... And that's what people say deja vu is sometimes you, you get, get wiped, Your mind gets wiped and then you start living again. But it's like, at that moment you're born again, that's you... But they say deja vu. You know when you have deja vu? Mm. Like you get a glimpse into... Something that's happened already. In the, you know, in another life. Are you sure it's another life? No, that's... Oh, it's, it's an alternate dimensional reality. So you're tapping into a doppelganger somewhere else. 100%. Could be that. But I think based on what he was saying, like some people believe that when you die, you're born, like I said, you're born again. And then from time to time, you'll tap into your previous There's a life. great story in that same Wi-Fi Files channel that talks about a woman that was born and she could basically point people, take them to her previous life. The environment, the the the, the place she lived. I think she was a, she used to be a... <sighs> Not Cleopatra. Um, one of them, I think she was one of them servants in Cleopatra's court. Maybe yeah. it's not Cleopatra, but it's one of them rich, rich yeah. Egyptian princesses um, court yeah. in Wajigi. And she could detail every, and she'd never been to that place before. Do you understand? Yeah. But again, he tried to debunk it, but he was like, this one? I'm not sure. Not sure about this. That's what, that's what people are saying. That's what Eternals is about. A terrible film. No, nah, but as in, but if you break it down, it's not a terrible film. It's actually like a very deep film because, no, like you said, the story is good. The execution of the movie was terrible. You say that because I hear what you're saying, but I don't think so because I feel like it turns one of those films that you have to watch a few times. When you watch it first, you watch it for the action, but then when you take it away from the action, like the good, the people you thought were the good people were the bad people, and the bad people were the good. And also, maybe you're just good, but you're pitted against each other for the sake of the planet. But generally speaking, they started, when you started to remember, because remember a lot of them, it was just, they were rebooted. Like, it's the same concept of like, when you die, you come back again. But then, that's why some of them, like, I can't remember, Angelina Jolie, she used to, she had, she used to remember. That's why she would black out and then just do a madness because she started to remember what it was. And people looked at her like she was a problem, but she wasn't a problem. It, it's the fact that they didn't reboot her properly. So she remembered what was happening before and was spazzing out. So, hmm. It's interesting. I have a bit of a, a bit more of a philosophical question away from aliens, Brent. You know, it's something that has been plaguing me. This is not a philosophical question, I know already. This guy's, <laughs> I know Keith already. It's going to be a, what's the word? One second, let me get this sound effect. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a philosophical question. It's not going to be philosophical, I know already. Go ahead, that's fine, that's fine. If your sighting dies, are you allowed to mourn? Sorry, if your sighting dies, and then I heard Arabic after. No, are you allowed, are to, you mourn? allowed to mourn? Oh. You're to who though? You did yourself. Yeah, of course you can be sad. So you, can you come home and be bare sad in your crib? Yeah, just tell someone, someone close to you, dad. Who? So you can come into your family home and just be just bare sad. Or is this something you do in your private, you know what I mean? Around your family, you just have to be happy and go happy, go lucky. You cannot bring that sadness into your home. You definitely can. So if, do you believe you but don't you think that's disrespectful for you to bring that sadness into your home? Yeah, but someone's dad that you're, you're close with. Someone you shouldn't be close with. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. Yes, it is. It's here no, no, there. it's not even here nor there because it's happened now. How are they going to know who, who you're mourning for? Exactly. Why you mourning? No, I'm saying it's just within yourself. You know that I'm disrespecting my family by coming in this home being sad about someone I know. Let me get this straight. So before the person died, you were cheating anyway. Yeah. 
Exactly. So you've really so been taking the piss. Yes, but don't come and disrespect me by being sad in my home about some, some shit like that. What do is you, that? Yeah, but do you believe you can love more than one person at the same time? Yes. I can dislike multiple people. Exactly. No, but dislike Sorry. is different Sorry. to love. Sorry. I like what you've said. <laughs> so you're saying, yes, you can love multiple people because you can dislike multiple people. I don't think it's the same. Because it's easier to hate than it is to love. I didn't say it was easy. <laughs> I said it was doable. No, no. Hating is calm. To hate someone is calm. But you know what I mean? Those are all emotions that we experience. You know what I mean? It but, is... but, but love is a certain vulnerability and a certain level of letting somebody in. Okay, if I can... Okay, do you believe I can love different people at different times? What type of love are we talking about? Yeah, of course you can have yeah, No, 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 I'm, no, no, I'm talking about different love You know, well. the love you Romantic know, that you love Romantic love Because okay. you think love. about it I don't have romantic love For just one person Throughout my whole entire life yeah, but, I can love one person Stop loving that person And then love someone else Yeah, but that's different That's, that's um, loving according to circumstance But also you, There are some people That you will love your whole life It just didn't work out Yeah, so now you love two people Yeah, but yeah, you can. I didn't say you couldn't love people, but, I, but I guarantee it's something that you. But you might love that person differently to that person. So I feel like there's romantic love where you know, what I mean, you love someone, and then things happen that you know push you people apart, and that love exists, and then now you're with somebody else, and you then love that person, you know, and because of how monogamy, you know, has been taught to us, you now focus on this one person. You know, so I definitely do believe, I personally do believe you can love more than one person. It's just frowned upon. Can you love more than one person the same way? Yeah, but I, I believe you can. Yes. I think what I think you can love people. That I, it's the question that you raise is sick because people say you can't love more than one person, but you can because you can love your mom, you can love your missus. It's different love, isn't it? You can love your son, daughter, whatever. It's a different love. Romantic love. What is it? Is it? Let me see. Um, there's romantic love. There's self love, platonic love, unconditional love. Uh, what was it? Is it agape? Mm-hmm. Um, storage. That's um. I right, so agape love is a decision to spread love in any circumstance, including. Destructive situations. It's not a physical act. It's a feeling. Yeah. So with love, like, why can I not feel that for multiple people? Storage love also describes the love that siblings feel towards each other and the love felt by even more distant kin relationships, such as gra- uh, such as grandparents. Do you both of you believe in monogamy? <laughs> I hope so. Um, What's monogamy in terms I of me with do. one, like me being with one partner? Yeah, my whole like as in don't say whole life. It's just at each time. Oh, at a time. Yeah, yeah come on, man. It's we don't serial monogamy. Energy. But um, I definitely do believe monogamy <laughs> is unnatural. But I also believe you think it's unnatural. Seriously, un- yeah, monogamy is unnatural. But I also believe it is probably one of the better ways for human beings to live. But why is it? Why would you say it's unnatural? Every everything you do, you know, what I mean, everything that we do and how men live points to the fact that it's unnatural. 
Explain. Yeah, explain that, please. Because I don't. I have no problem with what you're saying. I just like more. You want those, those people? We're not wired. To, to... We're not wired to like as men. You know, essentially, or as human beings, essentially, which not wired to be with one person. No, but we in print the same. We hear what you're saying, but what is your reason or rationale to say that? Because one could argue or push back to say it's all about um, this archaic patriarchal system that we have been enforced and we perpetuate over the years, right? It's all it has been because we, the dominant gender, has made it that way. Mm. But I would like you to basically push Because there's a point in time when there's certain civilizations or there's certain people that it's the opposite, whereas women are the ones that have multiple partners. Yeah, but I'm not saying... And the men, you know I mean? and the men don't. So does it depends on how you see it. Because I've heard men say the whole lock analogy... Uh, um, no, no, no. So for me, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm just saying you've heard that personality in it. Where like men, men are men are keys, and we open many doors. Women are locks. So like, like what are you talking about? Yeah. Or or men can because of our our seed, we can impregnate this amount of women, this amount of times. Whereas women have a certain amount of eggs, which shows you the balance. But like that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to gauge what is your rationale like. It's just, if we were to just look at how people live their day-to-day, their attraction to multiple people at any given time. Yeah, but that could be, isn't that social media and this this new no, age of like, because think about it this year. But it's been like that long before social media. No, but not like this, Keith, as in like, for example, when our, our parents were growing up or even before that, like, remember... I can't, I can't remember. Bro, what, you're you talking don't, about people's generations where their granddads had four different families. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But I'm saying, but but remember, in terms of certain um, cultures, like in terms of Nigeria or Yoruba culture, or whatever, you can have or Muslims over there. You can have one on one wife. It's not a problem. Like I guarantee you, if the society here allowed men to have more than one wife and it wasn't frowned upon, most people would have more than one wife. But over here. It's frowned upon, so people don't do it. People want to do it, but they they think oh, Isn't I can't. Isn't he agreeing with me? Bro? No, no, I'm not agreeing with you. Mm, you are. I'm not agreeing with him. <laughs> I'm just saying that in terms of because I'm asking you your rationale for why you believe that. You're saying that it's always been like that. I'm like, not technically it hasn't because now we've got so much um, exposure to people. Like I can go on my phone and I'm seeing girls in America, Sweden. Norway on my phone. I could actually say I'm flying into Norway tomorrow. What are you doing? Whereas before you couldn't, you had to go to Norway. But to if you weren't wired that, but if you weren't wired that way, you know, what I mean, the prevalence of social media wouldn't change anything. If you're not wired to want more than one woman, you know, what I mean, you would have access. You would now have access to all of these women that you see that you're not interested in. No, nah, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like it's, it's there's self control and the discipline and whatever. That's like I don't want to talk about fat people, but generally <sighs> speaking. Like, it's like someone saying, because Deliveroo and Uber Eats is here, we've all been wired to just eat as much as we want because, no, like, it makes it easier for you to get food now. The self-control and discipline thing you just mentioned, is that something that is innate or is it taught? Um, I think it's a bit of both. It, It is taught, it can be innate, but also it depends on what you're exposed to. So, for example, there can be, Eddie Murphy said it, um, a lot of men are as faithful as the options. If you've got no options, you're hella faithful. I've got to stay with you. I, no one's interested. If 25 women are knocking on my door, are you going to be the same faithful man? You might be. Or you might crumble because number 24 is the buffest woman you've seen in your life. So what I'm trying to say to you is nowadays, because there's this, this um, I don't know, 
this vacuum of just things everywhere, like, and in your mind, you believe you've got this choice, 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 choice. It's, choice spoils the broth. Choice has always been there. Not like, not like it is now. Yeah, now, we, now we have just better access yeah, to like women this, yeah. across the globe. Even here, Keith, like in the UK, you have better access to like a hundred percent. But I feel like our desire for, you know, what I mean, for more than one person has been around as long as time. I agree, and you agree also, because you you could even see that depicted in the Bible. What that man, the man wanted? Man, wife, I mean, wanted from there. <laughs> King Solomon. Yeah. <laughs> David, all of them. It's just that now, like I said, you know what I mean? I genuinely, I personally believe. Why do you think it's, as you said, that was the first part you said, right? About the monogamy. But why do you believe that monogamy is the best way to live? In terms of, you know, society now, when you think of, you know, for rearing children, monogamy is, you know, for me, you know, two-parent homes, a great situation for raising kids. I think that's, you know, we have many studies that support that, you know, you look at guys that will go out there, procreate with multiple women, and they're not present in all of their kids' lives. We see what that looks like. We've seen what happens when, you know, look at STDs, you know, when people go out there and they're, you know, with multiple different, you know, multiple different people increases the chances mm. of, you know, getting STDs, you know, fractured societies from, you know, people that just don't hang around when they have kids. With people, I feel like there's so many different things along the way that we benefit from monogamy, essentially, and especially in the world that we live in now. I had a conversation with a friend of mine who was talking about wanting two wives. And I had to ask him, do you have two wives' money, firstly? Do you have the bandwidth to, you know what I mean? Not only physically, because when some people want, you know, multiple wives, most people think of it from a physical standpoint, I get to have sex with 10 women. No, but can you emotionally support 10 women? Most people can't even emotionally support one woman. Most people can't emotionally support one person. Now you need to have the bandwidth, you know what I mean? So now you're split between 10 different people. So I genuinely believe being with one person is the best. You know, most of us would, you know, would like to say, hey, I would like to have more than one woman in my life because, you know, this would be so fun. But I genuinely don't believe a lot of people have the bandwidth to support that. And that's why I believe monogamy is a better way to live for most people because it, you know, kind of breeds better outcomes. You know what I mean? Maybe there's, you know, certain types of people that can have multiple, you know, partners essentially or people that can be polygamous or polyamorous, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is. And they can support all of those people physically, emotionally, financially, and everywhere there is. But I genuinely believe that the majority of Human beings cannot do that, which is why I think monogamy is the best way to live for the majority of people. I may be wrong, but I think for me, that's my opinion, essentially. You know, I hear what you're saying, but I just feel like it's because of the society and the culture here that that's why it is that. Because, for example, if you're a woman and you're, you're accepting of another woman being around, then you, you won't really create issue because you're used to it. Whereas here, women are not used to that. So there'll be an issue with fighting for um, attention or whatever it is with this man. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, I get what you're saying. I think that, yeah, over here, that... 
I mm. think everywhere. I think there's, no, that's no, what I'm saying. There's but, only a few places, or not even places. For me, I feel like it's only certain types of people because, like I said, you know what I mean? If we, we look, if we look at it from the perspective of if women are used to it or whatever, I'm like, there's not many men that can sit there and say, I can equally split myself between five different women with fairness. Because that's another thing most people don't think about in those situations. Can you equally love those people? Yeah, can but, you treat those people with the same kind of fairness? Keith, I hear you know what, what you're saying, but even if you have, if you, if you have three kids, you're not going to love them equally. You are. You're not because you're going to love your kids differently because they're different people. So I'm saying, in terms of your wives, you're not going to love them the same because they're different people. Like, for example, you you can have five friends. You don't treat all five friends the same. You love them, but you don't treat them all the same. Because no, with not your the kids, you, I genuinely believe you have an equal love for your kids. You you know what I mean? Like you said, you just you no. would just deal with them and treat them differently. Exactly. That's my point. So you treat them differently. No, but that's what I, I'm saying. I, I, with... I know, and also, I guarantee if you speak to most parents that have loads of kids, brother, they'll be honest with you. That one's my favorite. That one fucking winds me up. I love them, but that's my favorite. Or he never lets me down. Or and with your kids, a... you don't choose your kids. With partners, I feel like that's different. No, but you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, saying in terms of the situation and the way it's built up in terms of, because people do this thing here where like, kind of within the Muslim religion, they say that you can have more than one wife, but you have to love them equally. Um, which I get to a degree, but it's like sometimes you can't love equally because love is different like you can't speak to people equally because it's everyone's relationship is different like the way for example like the way I'm with Brent for example I might know Brent's brother we might be different but there's not a problem but it's just the way I speak to this person the way I react with this person so if you've got different wives you might be, might have one wife who's very nurturing another wife who's a bit more logical based there's another wife that might be a bit more so the way you relate to them is different that's like someone saying but the way you, you love them should be, you know but, what I mean, equal. Yeah, but it can't be because of what you get from them is different. So it, your, that love might translate differently to how to the outside world or even how they are, if that makes sense. Because, for example, like you've got a brother. I, I, I don't know how you are, how it is at home, or even I can use you. Your mum and dad. I don't know if they treat you and your siblings exactly the same. No. So that's like you saying you don't love us equally, or. No, but I'm saying they you know love saying? you equally. Yeah, I, 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 mean, you so, I mean, so you can't measure the love on as how they treat you because they treat you all differently. No, but with myself, within myself, I can sit here and say, I love my mom. I love my, my siblings yeah. all the same. I just have different relationships with them. I don't think you do love them all the same because you have the, you treat them all differently. I get what you're saying, but I feel like love, like, you can't, I don't think you can measure it like it's a cup that I... I if I poured my love for my sibling in this cup, it would fill half. If I pour my other love for my sibling half. I don't think it works like that. I don't see it as that binary. I, do you know what I mean? Do you, do you get what I'm saying, Brent? Or do, or, I feel like, you know what I mean, you're overcomplicating something simple in terms of, and when I say something simple, I feel like when you're dealing with, you know, multiple people, you know what I mean? You're, you, as a human being, you know what I mean? You're split between... You know what I mean? Those people. And I think that can then affect your long-term relationships. And even down to, you know, let's let's bring it down to something as simple as, let's say even if you did have a way of loving all your partners the yeah. same, let's say it was something where you could quantify it down to a science. Yeah. One of them might have an issue with the other one. Another one might have an issue with another one. So then that becomes an, an unstable situation. It may not even be unstable because of you, is unstable because of other elements and other variables, essentially, which is why I feel like, you know, situations with multiple people tend not to work, you know? 
and they they can explode. And I always found that even when you're younger and you're dealing with more than one woman, essentially, you find that you're there was times when I couldn't even be happy all the time because if this one's happy, this one's not happy. So you know what I mean? Like, I can't be happy because once I've got this person happy, this person's not happy anymore. So I'm never happy. You know what yeah, I mean? And there's always me, me playing. No, but that's you know? different though because that's two different women around the same time that don't know each other. So it's not the same thing. Like, if, 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 if there was transparency, for example, and they all knew you exist, I mean... I'm seeing you and you. Like, even, for example, Mike Rashid, he was seeing two women at the same time. Um, and he was like, it was calm. It's like, because these women knew what it was. It's like, he said, the only problem is when you lie to women and you tell them that it's only you and they find out there's someone else. That's when it's a problem because now you told me there was only me. Or if a woman's trying to lie and say that she's fine with it when she's not fine with it, that's when there's an issue. But he says, if when you're honest and open with women and you tell them this is what I want and you find women that are in, like have a common goal in terms of the relationship, like even oh, as an actor, I can't remember his name, man. He's, a, he's normally a lawyer in films, a black guy with glasses, but he li- he's got a, a wife and he lives with his ex-wife and his kids. And he was, and the ex, the wife was saying, if his ex-wife was in the house, I don't know what I would do because I gave birth and because he travels and does work and acts, his ex-wife was here to help me raise the kids and she was like a support system for me. And if she wasn't here, I don't know what I would do. And the guy was saying, on paper, this thing seems like it's a madness, but if you had asked me eight years ago or five years ago, would this have worked? I'd have been like, no, but because I'm living in it and everyone understands each other, they know their roles and everyone knows what it is. There's harmony. But the problem is when people don't know their roles. And also, as you said, the Bible... Society, there's so many things that people use to kind of G-check us and make us believe this is wrong, that's wrong. Because I guarantee you, a lot of men would love to be in monogamous relationships, but they know a parent won't like it. Or polygamous or monogamous. I mean, sorry, polygamous, sorry. Uh, my parents might not like it. People might view me as a bit of a sleaze bag. Do you know what? Let me just be monogamous, but then cheat. What's the point? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff. Even the whole religion thing, people will be like, I can't be an atheist because if I don't really believe in God, but if I let people know that, it might look a bit mad. My family might judge me. Like, There's a lot of things that make people believe that I've got to do this just to keep up appearances or just to do this. Yeah, I think outside of appearances, I feel like people that can do it versus people that, I feel like people that can survive in situations like that are the exception and not the rule. I feel like, you know, I personally, personally feel like most people couldn't survive or couldn't maintain situations like that long term. What about people that, for example, in the Far East that have that set up? They're fine. What's to say they're fine? It depends on what the measure is. No, that's my point. But what's to say they're not fine? That's my point. No, no, I'm not saying they are not. I'm just saying what's the measure? Because you're saying they're fine. But in terms of the Far East, in terms of the, the... the demographic and the figures of prison and the, the figures of all this childless home, I mean, fatherless homes or this or that, they ain't going on over there like that. In, in terms of this whole prison system, in terms of there being issues with at homes, this, this, they, they're not having issues over there. So, I think the society is in disarray. No, so it's it not should, in disarray. So, and, and they've got um, households where there's multiple women and, and multiple mothers. 
they're, you know what I mean, a whole host of other laws that keep everyone in check. But that's my so point. it's not just but, that. But that's my point, Keith. That's what I'm trying to say to you. That the way we're making it seem as though is just like, as I'm saying, it's society and what society makes you believe is correct. Because over here, monogamy is pushed in terms of over there, polyandry is pushed. And there's both vices on either side in terms of problems that the societies have. But Polygamy. Polygamy and monogamy over there. There's, 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 it just depends on where you are. Because so, over there, it's pushed that have more. Do you, have you seen the, the clip where the guy's cracking up at the reporter? He's like, oh, how many wives you got? He's got one. My man's busting up. Hey, look, it's like he's got one wife. They're busting up because they've got bare wives. But over there, they live the wives, are, when they show the pictures, all the wives are happy. The kids are smiling. It's everyone's a picture, happy. bro. No, it's, it's a, a, vi- no, it's a that... video. No, the video is that everyone's happy. I'm just, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You never know. But, but, but over here, you've got um, one wife. I mean, you've got monogamous relationships. 80% of divorces, I mean, 50% of um, weddings, 50% of marriages end in divorce. But if you go to countries where are... divorce isn't, you know what I mean, promoted, you know, if you think about it. That's, is that, that's, you get my point, Brent. I'm saying it's the society we live that in that are pushing people, this whole I'm not thing. saying people are unhappy. But I'm saying your, your, your example is a little bit flawed because you use the example of, you know what I mean, divorce and stuff. We live in, we live in a society where people can divorce and so on and so on. If you went back a couple of years where divorce, divorce was frowned upon, less people, you know what I mean, were... You could probably go back as far as where divorce wasn't even a thing. But all I'm saying is, I find that, you know what I mean, in the current society that we live in, or just how we live as people right now, most people cannot, you know, function in a relationship that is not monogamous. You know, most people can barely handle a relationship that is monogamous. So now when you throw other people into the mix, essentially, it'll all go pear shaped. But I feel like for the society that we live in, monogamy is probably the best I, said, I, said, I think that's a fair point because you said the society we live in that's the key point that's what I was, all I was trying to say because the way you made it sound is like but even I think over time I think that's what's kind of even when you go back to you know what I mean Roman times where you know what I mean it was just debauchery and stuff like that what happened to those societies Brent? down the toilet essentially apparently they said that Rome's still here it's just the Vatican bro like this Rome never left it's just, but I'm saying in, it's in the just, way that it, Rome never fell it just turned into the Pope and Vatican City and it just kept it moving Rome never fell yeah because Vatican City is its own thing there's money there there's thingy I had to find this clip about the um, the guy speaking about divorce because even and the way he make it's sick because he, he he says in terms of marriage we've met they've made you believe in the West that marriage is a good thing um, I need to find this video, and it's sick because the because the problem here with marriage is because Jordan Peterson was saying um, a lot of people believe what's this marriage clip? You have that awkward conversation while you have this abundance of affection for each other. Honestly. I mean, when I negotiate prenups, it's the easiest thing in the world in a sense because these two people really like each other. You know, they're about to get married, so. They're clearly not trying to kill each other. At that point, they clearly like each other. So you just say, hey, listen, go home, talk to your fiance about X, Y, and Z and see what they, you know, see what they think and see, tell them what your concern is. And, and very often people will come back and say to me, I, I mean, I have to tell you, I've been doing this now, you know, over 20 years. I do a lot of prenups. I do maybe five, six prenups a month, sometimes during like pre-wedding season, which is the fall and before the summer, I'll do 10, 15 a month. The people who say to me, 
oh, well, I, I don't want to have that conversation. You know, I think they, they get the prenup, and within three, four years, they're divorced. Sometimes five years, and then seven years. But they're the ones who get divorced. They, they, they have no business getting married. Like the ones who have the discussion and figure out the, well, I'm worried because if I, you keep the place, yeah, you're right. Okay, so what if I give you this amount of money and it's this much for each year? Okay, yeah, that's cool. Let's do it that way. Those people, they'll probably never put the prenup in a safe someplace. You'll never look at it, probably. Good communication solves the problem. Yeah, because they're, they're able to talk to each other and they're able to talk about hard things. How are you going to be married to someone, have children with someone, and you can't talk about hard things? Why wouldn't you have? Yeah, sorry, I saw that one. It's another one where you talk about the, the marriage breakdown. And he was just basically saying marriage is, yeah, this is it. If you break it down fundamentally, 56% of marriages end in divorce. Like, think about, that's the ones that end in divorce. So how many people, what percentage stay together for the kids? Or because they don't want to give away half their shit. Another 10%? That's conservative. Conservative. But let's say, let's say 20% then, yeah, okay? That's, that's at least right. You now have a technology that fails 76% of the time. That's insane. That's insane. That's more likely than not. 76%. If I told you there's a 76% chance when you walk out the door today, you're going to get hit in the head with a bowling ball, you would not go out or you'd wear a helmet for sure. But people just continue to get married. Not only do they continue to get married, there's a presumption that you should get married. And if you don't get married, there's something wrong with you. So if you've got a girlfriend and you've been with her for five years and you say to someone, we're getting married, they go, oh, that's great. You know, they don't go, Why? You're happy. Why would you get married? Like everything's going fine. Why would you put yourself through that? Why would you run that risk? If you say to someone, we've been together five years and we've decided we're not going to get married. We're going to move in together, but we're not going to get married. Ooh, what's wrong? You have intimacy issues? What's your problem? Meanwhile, 56% end in divorce. It's, it's literally fits the legal definition of negligence. It's a negligent behavior. The way you define negligence in law school is when what you lose by not doing something, okay, is lower than the risk of harm. It's what's called a BPL analysis. So the burden of not doing a thing is lower than the likelihood, the probability. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Of harm, so BPL, so burden, probability, and loss. Marriage is an inherently negligent activity. It's like owning a lion. Like it, 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 you're, the likelihood of someone getting hurt seriously no by this is very, very high. No one ever says it to you because why? Because, and, and I'm, I would say something, I've been doing this for over 20 years and I, I still get misty eyed at weddings. Like I still really, there's something in me that goes like, you know, maybe it'll work out for these two. Just, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say to you, society does this thing where like it's pushed. I'm not saying I'm not saying weddings are bad or marriages are bad. I'm just saying that there's this notion that like it has to be this way for it to work. I don't think it has to be. I think that was less of a question on monogamy and more of a question on marriage. Okay. 
So he didn't question monogamy, essentially. Yeah, yeah, but eventually, if you're monogamous with someone, you're going to get married. In terms of our society, that's another thing. Same no, that's maybe that's, you know what I mean? That's totally, that's a totally different. You could be monogamous and never get married. Yeah, but most people get married, especially within, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but that's, that, if it's, we were to speak a, about that, we would be arguing something totally different no, about what, what, what the say to validity you, of marriage. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say to you in terms of, my, my point was always about society and societal norms that create these things that we should do or reasons why we believe things will work. That's all I'm saying. So, whereas... No, 100%. Um, I totally get what you're saying. But for me, I think what my situation was based on is, again, you know, things like, you know, STDs. And there's so many different variables within that situation. And in a lot of these situations, you know, being with multiple people, you know, sometimes work when there are no children involved. You know, now you're in a situation with, Three people with three different children And those, you know, people want to live life differently And sometimes what people agree on before Or, you, you know, let's even, let's, let's even throw marriage out of it Where we have three people in a relationship together Though what people want before certain things happen You know what I mean? We were great when it was just us three Now there's a kid involved Now what I want has changed Now how I see the situation, you know what I mean? Has changed with these multiple people You know what I mean? I now want you know what I mean? More of this person than, you know, than I did before we had a kid. I want, you know what I mean? More stability, more this. I want you to focus on my kids. The other person wants you to focus on their kids. There's so many different variables when you throw multiple people into one relationship, essentially. And also I feel like things have changed in terms of monogamy and in terms of marriages and in terms of whatever, because the soul, like, the sole purpose of a marriage is not just for love. It's for a stable environment for your children. It's for you to build together, whatever. But a lot of people are just on this love thing. And then when the love... Because remember, when you marry someone or you're with someone, you're not going to like them sometimes. Yeah. But that's marriage. Like, you're annoying, you're fucking annoying me today, but doesn't mean I'm going to leave. But yeah, when you but, throw but, multiple but, people but, in but there... Some it's... people are just like, nah, fuck this marriage. It's not giving me the feeling that I want... You're gone. What? So you could have those parts, like, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, maybe for me, you know, speaking for myself, I can, you know what I mean, hand on my heart, say I do not have the bandwidth to be with multiple people. You know, even in my, in my life when I've just been dealing with, or even if I'm speaking to more than one woman, you know what I mean? For me, it will, I will always feel it. I will always, I find like I, you know, when you have a finite amount of, you know, let's say you have a hundred attention, Brent, you know, and I'm giving 70% or 70 of my attention to someone. The other person's only getting 30. You got to give 10, 10. You know what I mean? But literally like, no, but I can honestly say I, I, I do not have the capacity to fairly split my bandwidth between people. You know, some people, maybe there are people that can do it. I genuinely know myself as a person. I do not. And that's why over time, you know, I've fallen out with women where I'd be speaking to a woman, you know what I mean? You know, we're talking and this is this has happened. And as time goes by, that attention starts to wane because, you know, I'm putting more attention somewhere else. That's just who I am. So I could, and just based off that, I know I do not have the capacity to say I am dating, you know, two women, whether they know about themselves or each other or whether they live, both live in my house, I know myself as a person that will shift 
You know, I would rather focus. And I think for me, this is now me speaking for, you know what I mean? Myself, essentially. I would rather focus on one person because I genuinely believe that is the best way for me to... To live. But what do you say as age, though? Because as you're getting older, you have less you have less tolerance, you have less energy, you have less time, you have less... So many things you have Even less... Even when of. I was younger, I just didn't have the... You know what I mean? I would speak... I've, I've spoken to a lot of women, but it would go from one woman to another woman to another woman to another woman. But there was never a time where I can handle my heart and say I could equally give them all attention and speak to them all the same way. But that's my point, though. The women, they were never equal. Even if they were, I just no, I'm, the, I'm, I just don't I'm, have the capacity I'm, to do I'm this. just saying, because for example, even a, a girl, there might be a girl who is dating all three of us, for example, or seeing all three of us in some capacity. She doesn't see us equally. You could give me three for context, just no, for, not, so to give say, you a clearer example. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, for example, she might use Brent. Brent might have the money, so she might use Brent for a lifestyle. Brent might, I mean, Keith might give the, the best penis, so she might use Keith for sex. Then I might just be the... A uh, pillow talk guy Like she likes All three of us But it's different entities so I'm saying I get what you're saying But or she might be someone Who has the Maybe she has the bandwidth To but, communicate but, with You know yeah but, it's not three a, people. yeah but it's not a bandwidth though Because if she's talking to me But she's using Other people for other things It's not I get what you're saying But I feel like You're looking at it like You're going to treat everyone Or you're looking to Or you are treating everyone the same Not everyone gets treated the same Certain man does ring girls up You up at four after the rave, where you at, babe? I'm coming to your house. No, bro. Girls but don't have thinking, to be. Apart from that, they don't talk to her again. There's another girl that they speak to in the week. They go out with. I'm talking there's about three different do. women. I want the exact same thing from. Let's say you know what I mean. We're talking and we're just fucking. Or if it's just sex, essentially, mm. I do not have the bandwidth to entertain them. You know what I mean. And I feel like with with people, there's a level of care mm. that is necessary. I do not have it within me to provide that level of care to more than one person. That's what, bro. You could give me three of the same exact person. You know what I mean? And they have the exact, like I'm saying, it's the exact same person mm. three times and I still would not be able, you know what I mean, to cater to those people in the same way because that's the exact same person. It's just that, you know what I mean, for me, my focus will be on one person at one point, maybe another person at one, you know what I mean? It's literally, it's never an equal thingy. It's- Do you know, I feel like that's, I feel like that's, that's. I don't know, maybe I, I might be going off here, but I just feel like in life sometimes not everyone gets treated the same. Like, that's just how it goes. And that's why I just don't take shit Are personally. you saying that you can service three of these women? No. You can give them attention that they desire no, times three. But that's different though because the attention they desire is different to what you want to give. And he's saying he can't give yeah, what yeah, they I, no, would want from him. No, no, he's saying he can't give it. I don't know if he's saying he can't give what in, they... In my, in my head, he's also factoring in what they would need. I, I don't know what... Each I, of their needs. I'm just saying... Hence the multiple Keith, women. Keith's just saying... What, what I have in Keith is that I like, if I like three women exactly the same way, I can't give them yeah, my full energy. There's a certain level of care yeah. that is necessary to, you know what I mean, sustain each like, and every yeah. person. And I, you know what I mean, for me, as one person, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't give that to three people. You could, But even as we could be one babe, you can't give it to yeah, because what, what, what she desires from you might be one is even difficult mm. for him sometimes because you know, let alone three. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like what about the, four, the majority. <laughs> but I couldn't even do mm, two. No, I hear that. Yeah, I hear that. I'm the same. Yeah, and you know that's what it is for a lot of people. And I feel like a lot of men genuinely believe they can, but when you kind of get into that situation, it becomes more difficult. The reality is not as pretty as you know. 
I just think it depends. I just think it depends on what what capacity you have for these people. That's what I think is because because yeah, same way in a week, for example, they will still need to abide by that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because in a, in, my, in a week you can go to the gym four times. You can play football once and play tennis once. Yeah, but if you're, Do you know what I'm saying, you 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 still like all three activities. You just care about gym more. That's all it is, really. Like, it just depends on how you see it. Yeah, but in in if you, if you want to get better at tennis, do it more times a week. If you want to get better at but if you're football, married, do... you know, you these are things you have to do. In no, no, no. I, I, no, I hear what you're saying. I'm but just if you're saying with these gen- women, you I'm have just... to do in equal measure. Yeah, mm, yeah. No, but it, I think it depends. Yeah, I get I get what you're saying, but it depends. And that's a, and I feel like that's why a lot of I feel like that's why it's, it's dangerous for just anybody to get into you know you know polyamorous relationships essentially because I feel like a lot of people do not think about what goes into those situations and you know but, but it hurts the, people. I think it's the same for monogamy as well. Like and not anyone getting to monogamy no, 100%, either. No, no. Like, I feel 100%. like relationship, relationships in general, even when Stephen Speaks was on here um, and Bobby Price, like a lot of people believe that they can get into relationships and they believe that they're ready for it. A lot of the time they're not ready for it. Yeah. And that's we're, why we're, that's just and that's just one person. A, now imagine getting into a situation yeah, like with Yeah, people. I hear that. But but imagine you as a person, if you know yourself mm-hmm. and you know your you know your triggers, you know your love languages, you know everything about yourself, now you can navigate a lot better than someone who doesn't know anything about themselves. And if I'm dealing with someone who's the same as me, um we're on the same page. But a lot of the time, people link up and it's for the wrong reasons. As in, I just like the look of you, you just like the look of me, or I'm tolerating you because you're nice, but really, or we're not really compatible. It's, it's a problem. So I'm saying a lot of the time with people, when you understand yourself, when you understand what you like, what you don't like, your boundaries, your this, your that, and you meet someone that respects your boundaries, that has a similar mindset, it's great. When you don't have a similar mindset, no matter what you're doing is an issue because a lot of people don't know their triggers a lot of people don't know like for example I could be talking to you Brent and I'm pissed at you and the reason is me but I'm not aware of that but I'm just pissed with you we're not going to get on because you're in your mind you're going to be thinking what's wrong with Marvin and I'm like what's wrong with Brent and really and truly I need to address something whereas if people relationships or address that or know themselves, they won't have those issues. Because I would get, I would say something to you and I'll be like, oh, you know what? I'll break one sec, give me a minute. And I'll be able to pull it back in and be like, Marv, man, this is, you're doing it again. Or this is me. Or Brent, you know what? I'm sorry, it was me, you know. But if I don't do that, it's a completely different relationship. So I'm saying in terms of whether it's polyandry, monogamy, um, monogamy, if you don't know yourself, any of those relationships are not going to work. One wife, ten wives, four wives, it's not going to work. No, that's facts. You know what I mean? That's definitely a different viral, but I, uh, um, that's definitely a different, you know what I mean, something. But I genuinely believe, you know, when there's multiple people for the majority of people, it is a struggle. You know what I mean? That's definitely, definitely something I, I believe, you know, that for, you know, multiple, multiple people is something that most people would struggle to deal with. Essentially, and I feel like with a lot of men, even just in just dealing with multiple women now, a lot of people hurt people because they believe that's something that they can do, and they just 
you know, just burned through people. And, you know, growing up, seeing things, I've been there. You know, where you've convinced yourself you can maintain multiple relationships with people, but the reality is very different. And then you end up in a lot of situations where you do damage to other people. American sprinter, Shikari. Yeah. Did you see it? She's murdering it. She's She's been, for the last two months, she's been badding it up over there. Mehdi could not wait to tag me from when we had him on. We were oh, did he tag you? Oh, he could not Yeah, wait. but that's not the same thing. It's too late now. That's <laughs> You know, he could The not Statue wait. of Limitation, whatever <laughs> they call gone. it, is gone, bro. That's too but long, they cooked it the last time when we were no, talking remember, about it. No, no, remember, we didn't say she wasn't good. We just said, be humble. Like, you've won a race, sick, but be humble. It's only one race. Like, just, like, build. Do you know what I'm saying? And but the funny thing is, what we said is true, it. because she's gone back to the drawing board. She's been training. She's got better. That's what we were saying. Just concentrate. But to be fair, the Shirley Ann's getting old as well. It's not yeah. going to be the same, bro. Like, there's always, a, there's always a change of guard. It always happens to all the best sprinters. Like I think, you know, we actually said that as well, where um, Maddie was like, oh, she'll, she'll eventually beat the Vera. And I was like, yeah, but they get older. Yeah. But what I did like was the fact that they were bigging up, bigging up each other at the end. Yeah. Like, even though Shikari did win, they had a conversation. You can see, like, them yeah, basically, laughing. Because basically, what they said was like, you know, the last time the US had a, a medal... And she was like, because of you. Yeah, because you make it winning. The last one, 2017, was the last US medal. Mm. Yeah, she was like, you lot Six have been years. hogging, you hogging them. You know? Usain's back to, you know, they're like, Usain's going to go back to work after that lady robbed him. That's serious. She's still 10 minutes, isn't it? Bro, do you see when, they, when she got to court and she was in the wheelchair? Bare fragile. Mm. <laughs> like, you were fragile when you were spending this money, weren't you? Mm. She was in the wheelchair, Bobby, looking all frail. And I was like, look at you. But yeah, no, it threw him off. He was vexed. He needs to work. He he did say himself that, you know, he's, he's like, listen, I'm not broke, but I'm not where I would like to be after the situation I I had. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's the reality. But you think he can get money quick, though. He just, he just needs to align himself with something. He can get money. Because he's the fastest man in the world, bro. But I think for him, he wanted to, you know, when you, you know, you've worked be, hard. You just want to bow out. Yeah, you could, you, just, you could see he was just like a very chilled guy. He wanted to bow out. You know, you're like, I don't want to do adverts. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do all of these things that, you know, if, if, if he was going to do all of those things, that would have just been extra money. But he does, do, of, he does do quite a lot though. Yeah, but now he has to do more. Because I see him, on, he's always on Soccer Aid. He's always on um, adverts like for Visa, um, music videos. He's always like, some we always see you saying somewhere, man. Stormzy video and appearances, yeah. Yeah, he loves it. So now he's got to do a bit more. Has to, you know, to balance that out because you, you know, you lose a big chunk of your money. Ten million. I thought we'd have had more than that, though. It probably does, but ten mil is a lot of money. No, hundred percent, it is a lot of money. But I'm in my mind. I'm thinking the way you saying was like a, a sponsorship would have brought in about five mil. That like just with like. Puma or something called like a like you remember you're forgetting this is not like remember when Dwayne Chambers was on here he was like after Beckham he was the highest paid Adidas athlete yeah. and like, agent and, fees uh, come in and and not, obviously no offence to um, Dwayne Chambers he's not Usain Bolt Usain Bolt was the fastest man mm-hmm. in, in the world for for 12 years he won three Olympics in a row in it from 2012 
I think, yeah, I think he done three Olympics. And I think he done 100 meters, 100 meters, 100 meters, 200, 200, 200, and relays. This brother was, like, in terms of, and remember, that point in time was Jamaica's golden era of, like, Powell, um, him, um, what's the other guy's name, the one with the hench one with the big shoulders and the plaits? Oh, what's his name again, man? And he was mad quick. But I feel like with athletics, it's, I, just, I also feel like it's a little bit different to... I feel like if you look at Usain, you know, he had a lot of brand deals, but he wasn't like a, let's say, um, you know, let's, I'll use Michael Jordan because of, you know, Blake. brand... Yeah, yeah, that's it, Blake. Blake. Yeah, Blake. Blake. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, if you if you if Usain was like, oh, you Usain had these trainers, he had this brand, he had this, this, and this. If you look at Usain, he's one of those artists where you're like, he actually didn't have anything. No, no, he didn't have his own trainer. I get all that. But what I'm trying to say to you in terms of, like, when you look at, for example, what's her name? The um, tennis player. The, uh, is it? Rina? No, no, no. The Chinese one that came out of nowhere. For, the Young Thing. Yeah. Forgot her name. But like, I know she was mean. earning silly money. But, um, but she didn't have a trainer. Or she didn't have anything. It's just a case of... Ah, but here's the thing. And this is crazy because if you listen to the Nike thing I was, I was going to tell you about, yeah. three sports, you know what I mean, that make the you don't mean most money for the people that participate in them is basketball, um, um, tennis, tennis, and... Formula One. No, running. But running is, of the three, is on the lower end. That's what I'm saying, of, but, but of the, that's what I'm saying, but of the three, he was one of the biggest of that three. Exactly. Remember, but then it just depends on what else you do while you're in that space. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's where it becomes a little bit difficult. You know what I mean? Like, they even... No, come... I, I'm talking about 10... I'm not going on like 10 million is low, but I just thought... Him, when no, I no, 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 not to say it's low, but when you compare it to, let's say, a... Like a Federer or someone like that, or Nadal, or... I know them... That's a whole different... Lewis Hamilton, or... It's a whole different, you know what I mean, other realm. So when you look at... If you look at athletics, it's mad think of should, how many athletes. Like, he should have got his own trainer. But think of how many, like, if you think you of think runners, it? right? Runners. How many runners can you say that person went to the next level financially? Where you're like, go on. The only thing is, I don't know how, it, no, no, I don't know how it works for um, athletes like that. It, I don't know how their purse works, but I can speak about runners like, um, what's my man that sang the national anthem bad? The American dude. He said Eastern Bolt is the richest sprinter in the world. His net worth was 90 million. 90? 90 dollars, yeah. Oh, so that means maybe so he's got like assets Most of them and stuff. from brand deals and other endorsements. Yeah, my, because brother, there was a point in time where you saying was everywhere. I remember like any visa advert, any this advert. I remember as well, you're forgetting when you go on holiday and you turn the TV on, you see different adverts. You don't see the same adverts here. Like even when I used to do sports modeling before, yeah, there'll be a point in time where you'll you do an advert and you will sign a contract that says they're allowed to use it in Asia, they're allowed to use it in this place, or they'll have like a, a advert for Nigerian Super Bowl and it'll only be, it's only going to be shown in Nigeria. It won't be shown nowhere else. So you sign it for that. So I'm saying, you say must have had so many adverts that were in places that we wouldn't have seen. So that, that in my mind, I was thinking, like, but I, 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 I do get the argument. It should have definitely had a trainer though. There's just different things. But maybe there wasn't the even a running trainer, but who buy uh, Yeah, yeah, that 
Yeah, you should have. But he had that um, ambassador deal with Puma, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was Puma sponsored by, the Jamaican team was sponsored by Puma as well. Okay. But I guess it then depends on, you know what I mean, what the back end of the deal mm. looks like, essentially. And also know, when you sign it, because you might have signed at the beginning of, of um, you said, well, he wasn't the same guy four years later. But if you've already signed that deal, I'm not. You should have signed with Under Armour. Just look at Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I couldn't tell you who were, I couldn't tell you anyone I see in Under Armour kicks. But their deal is. Yeah, but they, they deal more with. Um, American football. No, nah, apparel. Yeah, apparel. They do a lot of American mm. football stuff. And in America, and that's like, again, America is a different animal. Because when you go to America, white Americans are wearing Under Armour trainers. It's just not, it's not within our culture. We're not wearing it. And it's Joshua sponsored by Under Armour. Even Harry Kane's wearing sketches now. You know, sketches boots. He's signed. He's the first person to be signed. Oh, there's something I want to show you. I forgot what the name of the is. What's that? Are we or Juni? I don't mind, to be honest. Huh? But do you know that, um, I don't know if you saw the Athletic, Manchester United were actually going to keep him. Yeah. Oh, you hear about that, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Mason Greenwood. Man, United were going to keep him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then literally people... Kicked up a fuss and then no, I need to find the um uh, the uh, I need to find the report, man. In the Athletic, they were speaking about it and they actually said that Man United were going to bring him back in, um, and then they started to have um a lot of the staff, staff and the higher ups were saying that if you bring him back, we're going to actually quit because they have something that they used to measure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they measured, and then it was just they said, you know what, this makes no sense, but it makes sent for him to leave anyway because there's no way you can come out of Old Trafford because rival fans and I know a lot of my United fans that were saying he can't play for my club again it wasn't a case of like my United fans were cool with it like everyone was like but my my only thing is how far do we take something if the person in question is forgiven the person but um, do you know what I'm saying given that it's the brand no, no, no. I'm just saying, club, term, no? I'm just talking about in terms of, forget the brand of the club, in terms of society in general now. How we see Mason Greenwood. Because at the end of the day, if Mason Greenwood done what he done and he got found guilty, for example, and um, the girlfriend was like, ah, he's a piece of shit. What he thought he'd done for me. I hope he burns in hell. Whatever, whatever. Then objectively, what everyone's saying is like, yeah, because he's been found guilty and also the person in question that he's wronged is upset and whatever. But the person in question it said it's, it wasn't that. I don't know if she's lying or not. We don't know. Um, person question said it's not like that. They've now had a baby. They're still together. So it's like, how angry are we still going to be for this situation that they don't care? They don't even care about because they're still together. I believe they don't even care about their relationship though. You think it's a money thing? Or what? No, I, I don't think that everybody that you are speaking to care about their relationship. They care about the act. In relation to what it was club. done. Oh no! They okay. don't care about the relationship. No, I'm talking about. They don't care about the the, 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 the psyche of the girl. Mm. They don't give a nut. It's yeah. in relation to Man United. Yeah. No, no, but I'm talking, forget Man United because there's a lot of people that don't care about football. They, they say so. It, it's hard to divorce it because nobody mm. cares about the relationship mm. outside of him being this product of Man United. So it's hard to divorce it from that because they don't care about the relationship. No, no. If was, he was just a random person and yeah. this was happening, nobody would care. So their care 
is married to the fact 100%. that he's... 100%. So it's hard to divorce it. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's this Man United person. So literally it's all tied together and a lot of people cannot remove. No, but I get what you're saying, but I feel like there's... Remember, there's a lot of girls, for example, that don't give a shit about football. They don't care if it's Man United. They're disgusted by what they've heard, what they've seen in the, in the press. And they hate him as a person. They think he's disgusting. They don't want him to win and continue to get money because of what he did. But it's because he is connected to Man United. If he wasn't connected to Man United, they wouldn't give a crap. No, I bet they would still. It would just be a different care. Because yeah. it will still be a guy who's assaulted a woman. So to them, it will be, he'll still be a piece of shit. And they would hate him. But it might just be a case of they would want him maybe locked up or justice to be served in their eyes. Whereas there's some people that obviously don't need to play for Man United again, whatever, but I think it's because of the tape. I mean, what was leaked, the pictures everyone saw, whatever. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say when we were talking about trainers, you know the Nike, the Air Monarch? You know the dad shoes? You know the dad Nikes? It's crazy because it's the... It's a, Who wears them? Oh, there's better people that wear them now, though. Bro, like you know, it's one, of, you know it's one of the highest selling Nikes of all time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, people... It's comfortable. No, it's, yeah, that, I have a pair it's, of them. it's that new look now, you know, like New Balance, that kind of old. I had these a couple of years ago. Remember, outside of Yusuf was like, "What are those?" This is a couple of years ago. Kind of ish. I can't. This, around the time of the episode, we were laughing at Yusuf going to buy that. I don't know if it was even around that time. It was just we were outside, and you know, I mean, I was bantering, man. I was like, "Bro, where were I?" Like, but I remember it was the Monarchs. Yeah. I feel amazing Greenwood thing's interesting in terms of where it sits in society because how do you view it? Is it one of those things where you'd be like, it's nothing to do with me, it's not my business, I don't care. Or is it, this is a disgusting act, something needs to be done because if the police have said there's no charge, but, we're, we're, but with our own eyes, we've seen the videos I and think- we've heard the tapes, the recordings, it's like, because you don't charge him doesn't mean he's not guilty. I think those two things that you, know what you I'm saying? said, I think those two things that you just said can coexist. You know what I mean? Where I can say that, you know what I mean? What he's done is absolutely disgusting. But I can also say it's none of my business because they choose to be together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can definitely look at that and think this is definitely wild. So then, so then if you have, so if we can both think that, then why can't he play for Man United again? I can also say, I, you know what I mean, although she doesn't care and she's cool with it, I just don't want him playing on the team I support. Okay, cool. You know, as a person, I can say I don't want him associated with anything that I support because I now then have to see this person on TV all the time. Mm. You know, and every single time I see him, I will think of, you know. So, and- should, so shouldn't he be allowed to play football again? Because every club he plays for, people feel like that, no? I just don't think he can play in, in, in the UK. Or in, you know, kind of football as we know it, mainstream. You know, Saudi's hiring. True, so. You know, he needs to go collect his money in Saudi because it's not going to happen for him here. They're trying to rebrand him. Who? Saudi. Uh. They want to be seen as an upstanding institution. So you're saying that might not... You know, might not deal with the sports washing. And remember, they don't, they don't agree with that kind of stuff. Just say this, that's not in the sports washing handbook. <laughs> yeah, no. like no, no, no. There's a chapter. Well, chapter A says, "Don't do that." <laughs> you say that, but I don't know. I get, I get what you're saying, though, bro. I don't know. I, I think they, they could. The only places I can see him going is like Turkey, somewhere like Turkey, or yeah, that's the only country I can really see him playing for. Turkey or like a French team. 
But apart from that, are you saying like Benjamin Mendy? Yeah, Mendy went back to France. Yeah, yeah, he went to a small team. He said it. He said that he had offers for big clubs in um, Europe, but he said he did anxiety or something like that. Like, yeah, he's like he's not ready to deal with it because you know that's not going away. So he wants to go to a smaller club. Did it receive him well at all? He had like placards and stuff oh. in Rennes. Yeah, or whatever. It's serious. Maybe he went. Yeah. Oh, raw. Mm-hmm. So now imagine that on a grander scale. Mm-hmm. Imagine, especially not being here, he knows what the tabloids are like over here. They, you know what I mean? Distress. You know, it's one thing having fans doing whatever because they're going to always do that. Mm. But then to deal with the British media as well on top of, yeesh. you know that, um, what's it called? The Vince McMahon meme. It's not even a meme. It's just a clip that they clipped where he's like, come out here, you fucking rapist. Oh, yeah. You I see that? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. how the media would treat him. But the thing is, but my thing is, can they treat him like that? Because he was, he's... You think you you think you can have rape accusations and allegations and, and miss a goal? No, no, I hear what you're saying, but like, it was found not guilty. So my thing is, there, there's only so much the press can do or they'll get sued. If you miss a goal, you're guilty. You, you can maybe say, um, a, um, accused... And that's exactly what they'll say, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, you know, accused rapist, yeah. Mrs. Goal. You know how it is in these papers, Marvin. That's literally it. Mm. Even with the fans, you know, the... The, the chance that they'll make would be mad, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can't, you know what I mean? You can't live with that. He's suing Man City, though. Is he? Mm. Off, for, um, for... Luck, luck of earnings, because he didn't, after a while, they stopped paying him. Yeah, but because remember he said I was, he said he was innocent. So, but one of the I, I know that there was a group chat. Have you heard about that? Yo, with the girls, in the girls, were, yeah, where they were, where they googled his net worth. Yeah, and they were just sending it about. So there mm. was, I think there's a there was large parts we don't know, you know, what their story looks like, and you know, but it was definitely little things that kind of popped up after. Do you know what's mad? I had a conversation with someone the other day about that, and I said that some someone I can't remember how we were speaking about it, and then they they. The lady said to me, yeah, but these footballers need to stop fucking around with these um, table whores. Like, what do you expect? And I said, the only issue with that is it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of victim blaming. Because at the end of the day, yeah, the footballers should be more mindful of the girls they're around. But at the same time, doesn't excuse anyone doing fuckery. fuckery or making up stuff. Because if they have done something, let them be tried, let them be found guilty, let them be whatever. If they haven't, you're making up something and destroying someone's life. It's just like someone saying, girls shouldn't wear certain things. If you wear this, then guys are going to bother you. Yeah, I but get If you that. hang out with this type of guy, this will happen, happen to you. Like, no, it, that's a terrible way to look at it. Yeah. So we should never look at it like that. But for some reason, sometimes people look at things like that. I'm like, you shouldn't. Like, yes, two things can be right. That Yeah, they should be more mindful of the girls they're dealing with. But at the same time, if you're making up something, and I said to this person, this lady, that the issue with if a girl does make that up, you're only hurting more women, though. Because there's going to be women who actually have been abused, but now because you've been found to be lying or you've found for your story to be a bit funny, that now maybe people might hear a story similar that maybe has been done to these girls and be like, yeah, but because of that story, it's probably not true. Just because you want to do a money grab. That's my only thing in it, but I don't know, man. I don't know, man. The world's a bit a bit off right now still. It's been off for a while. Trust me. Brent's Nephilims are moving wild out. Who's <laughs> that? The angel stuff. <laughs> no, that's the that's the giants, man. <laughs> Nephilims are giants. Oh that is bloody hilarious. 
But yeah, man, I need to go catch the train, bruv. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Very, very much so you need to flip and catch the train. Mm-hmm. Literally the last one, innit? Yeah, I was supposed to start, Nearly, the, yeah. I was supposed to start the podcast with this. I went to, I woke up and my neck's fucked. Yeah, my neck was literally like, I can't move my neck properly. I don't know what I've done to it, but like, I think it's a spasm or something, so I can't move my neck. I couldn't sleep last night, so I went to a Chinese um, massage place. So I was talking to Margs on the phone, and Margs is like, yeah, I don't um, go to like, don't get a happy ending or whatever. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm going to go to a proper Chinese thing. Anyway, I go there, the woman massages me. Towards the end of the massage, she whispers in my ear, do you want a happy ending? <laughs> I said, what? I said, nah, man. I'm all right, man. Marg's messaged me saying... Where's this place where I can report it? Malaysia, <laughs> still. Oh, fuck it. Marg's messaged me saying, oh, I'm going to play his voice now, bro. You know he would have indulged. Yeah, Marg said he would have indulged, still. You know Marg would have indulged. He's a fucking degenerate. I knew it. On the street corner. From when you said you couldn't find it, I said, yeah. £50 for the hour, though. How much did they want for the, for the happy ending? Just an extra score of five. <laughs> 70 quid's a good going for a massage. I might have took it. Was it on a hand flow or a neck flow? I might have, I might have done it, you know, 75. Where, where is this spot? What was the massage saying? Bro, no word of a lie, bro. She got close, like. Mo was just in boxes getting the massage. She said, oh, the massage finished. And she came close to my ear. You want happy ending? I said, nah, man. Nah, move, man. Nah, man. Nah. Said, okay, okay, okay. And she kind of like ran off. She kind of got out of there. So you sure you did? Nah, the massage was calm, but... Man said, I'm a sicko. Firstly, I didn't know she was old. You gave me that information after the fact. You get me? But you're missing the point. Was it actually a good massage? Like, okay, <laughs> would you double black? Would you go there again? Because that would be the telling thing. Would you, would, you, would you use her again? Yes or no? No, no, that, listen, that was mad, bruv. You, you would have gone for it. No, 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 no. But I looked at the woman. I was like, bro, are you serious? My dick would have, but my dick would even get up, bro. You would have got it. No, no, no. She was buff, though. I still wouldn't have done it. Mm. But apparently, it's, it's supposed to be good to do that after a massage anyway because your blood's flowing around the body. Is what? To, to get a happy ending because apparently your circulation is like, it tops off the thing. There's a guy who was on TV saying he's, a, he's addicted to it. Addicted what, happy to, endings? Yeah, addicted to massaging happy endings because it's after a good gym session, when you get a good rub and then you have an happy ending, he said there's no feeling like it. He sounds like a fucking degenerate. All right, well, people, that was an episode, that was a different one, still. <laughs> <laughs> that free shot episode is like no episode they've had for ages. The alien, the alien is Bible, monogamy, Polyandry. Yeah, there was, you know, Brent's Nephilims. Them ones there. Yeah. Oh, for your planes, man. No, 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 no. Brent's Nephilims. But yeah, man. Shout out to everyone. I have to go get my train, my last train home in a minute. So, you know, shout out to you, Lord. Love for everyone that came to the live show. Appreciate you all. If you can, subscribe to the YouTube. Follow us on TikTok. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow us uh, private accounts or individual accounts. And, um... Have a great weekend. Oh shit, it's carnival this weekend, isn't it? Whatever you do, be safe. You going carnival, Brett? You're not going carnival. I am not. Okay. Have you ever been? I have not. Serious? Serious. That's crazy. It's not. No, but you're West Indian though. No, I just wanted to, I just wanted to just get your nerves. 
But you should have been the once though. I'll go one day. No, just to see it. Like, not like because you're West Indian as in just to experience it. I will but go But now, one now day. I can't lie to you, shit now, Brent. Like, you missed you missed it. I doubt I have. You've missed it. It's not the same anymore. I went out when I went last year, garbage. Couldn't believe it. I'm like, this has gone to shit. Mm. It's, it's rubbish. They've locked off loads of the roads. Back, back in the day, Carnival used to finish at about 10, 10, 11. Like, there was a point in the time where you missed the last train because you're partying so much or you're enjoying the atmosphere. Now, Carnival shuts up at 7 p.m., garbage. And then all the side roads, they lock it off because they don't want people going out and then there to be trouble. So it's like a bottleneck. Once you're in the carnival, you're in it. So if I want to get all the way down there, I've got to be with everyone and just show that it's garbage. is the thief of joy. Because first-timers, I'm sure they wouldn't think it's crap. You're comparing it to the great old days. Fair enough. But you're still going to go. Now, Lance said he might perform. On a float? Uh, at, a, at a stage. I, can't, I don't know which one it is. Okay. So if he does, but I can't lie to you. I don't think I'll go carnival. And I, apparently it might rain this weekend as well. Mm. Yeah, garbage. If it was hot, but I don't think I'm gonna go in there. I'll maybe go out to some raves or something. I'll do some stuff over the weekend, but mm. apart from that, no. Alright, people, safe. Brent, appreciate coming on the episode, man. You're welcome. Great sense for your presence. You're always welcome. Thank you, thank you. Alright, man. Bye. You are now listening to the Three Shots of Tequila podcast with Marv Abbey, Mr. Exposed, and Taser Black. 